0: Coming to you from beautiful downtown Toronto from Club 605. I'm your podcaster, John, and we're live at 605. Hey, everyone, how's it going? Like I said earlier, I'm John. I'm here doing my very first podcast, which is really, really exciting. It's basically just going to be uh, a fun lifestyle podcast about me talking about what's going on in my life, I'm trying to introduce you guys to cool new music that I'm listening to tell you some different experiences about concerts I've been to, maybe tell you uh talk about relationships, why they're awesome, why they suck, talk about things that are important to me, things that are important to you. I have a couple games that we're going to do with that maybe, you know, you guys can get involved in and start tweeting me with or start email me with. I'll give you my Twitter address at the end of the show and it's basically just going to be a fun-filled podcast to help you sleep at night, help you get to work in that morning commute or if you just need a friend to listen to. <laughs> which we can always do. Very first podcast. And I already have a very special and awesome guest who is with me today. And I will introduce her right now. She goes by the lovely name, Valerie Cecilia (laughs) Stephanie Gomez.
1: Almost the right order. (laughs) Or you can just
0: call her G-Styles or Valerie. (laughs)
1: It's lovely to be here in my own apartment.
0: Yeah. And for those of you who do or do not know, uh, Val and I are dating. We're living together. We have been in a relationship for about three going on four right. years. And that's what inspired me to do the first podcast is something that everyone can relate to, which is
1: relationships. Da, 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 da.
0: Da, 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 or as we used to call them before we got together relationships. <laughs> which I think what this first episode is about. So we're basically just gonna talk about, you know, former lovers from our past. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about It's a
1: great time to do that in, you know, since Facebook and everything is available. <laughs> I wonder if people will know who we're talking about. Well, if
0: it was a if it was a good experience, we'll mention names. If oh, it was okay. a bad experience, we can say <laughs> nicknames or just nothing at all. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, but also I'm really really lucky because like I said, I listen to a lot of podcasts like the Adam Carolla show or Joe Rogan Experience or Fit's Dog Radio. Those are massive podcasts and obviously it costs money. The more subscribers you get for bandwidth and those guys all have sponsors lucky me I don't know how this happened my very first podcast nobody knows me I already have a sponsor Whoa. so without further ado I better get this out of the way before they get upset with me you know they're paying good money to get this out there so live at 605 our very first sponsor I am proud to announce them so today's podcast guys is brought to you by people who send mass emails and specifically The people who respond back to them.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's so annoying.
0: And when they respond, well, there shouldn't be a response. No,
1: because they're always the people who just respond like LOL or thank you.
0: Yeah, and this is especially like the two times you're mainly going to get them is if you are working or, you know, if you have like your dad is sending some big generic email to all 50 of his contacts (laughs) with like some funny joke about puppies or something like that
1: guaranteed it's like a youtube video about like some cat doing some, some yeah. sort of taylor swift song
0: but it's just like i i I don't I, we're normal people i mean, it's just i i don't understand people who just will respond to a 60 person email where they don't know half of them just saying lol like you said or just saying like yeah i can't wait i'll be there because the first one, I have a specific example. I was for about me. to say
1: you're clearly getting to something here.
0: Well, I work for a pretty pretty big company, and so I get mass emails pretty much every week, whether it's like a corporate thing or a department thing. And the worst one was, so it's funny. I don't know when people are going to be listening to this, but the Super Bowl for us is actually tomorrow. Timely. Timely. Uh, Super Bowl. I don't know. Fifty. What? I don't. I don't really care much about the Super Bowl. <laughs>
1: He is athletic, though.
0: I swear. Yeah, I could. Yeah, I like hockey and baseball. Go, R.A. Dickey and your <laughs> Toronto Blue Jays. Go, sends go. <laughs> but yeah, so I work for a pretty big company, Rogers, and last year it's funny. Last year during the Super Bowl, clearly Super Bowl Sunday, I went into work on a Monday, and I went into work, and there was about thirty emails all in a row from the Sunday. Okay. With the subject line. Pizza anyone? <laughs> question mark.
1: I love how the intonation goes up. Intrigued. Anyone?
0: <laughs> when you're asking a question, I feel like your voice has to go up a bit. Okay. And I was very excited at first when I saw the headline pizza anyone because uh, if you know me, I do not bring a lunch to work. No. I don't believe in them like I don't believe in umbrellas. <laughs> yeah. Because umbrellas never work. I think because...
1: subway chains have stayed in full business because of you.
0: They literally put up a subway a minute away from my work and I'm convinced it's because I am putting that business you know, five days a week yeah so anyway so I was very excited because I thought someone was emailing asking if they wanted to go get lunch because nobody ever gets lunch with me it's always they're sensible and they either bring their lunch or they go to the cafeteria that's located in the building so this one that's a <laughs> p to anyone and uh, so basically my company they have uh, a whole bunch of different buildings uh... there's like my building which is down by lakeshore there's corporate up at mount pleasant Then there's the one at dundas square which is where all the productions done for like city tv breakfast television city news all that stuff so this guy i can't remember who it was i don't i didn't recognize the name i just got very excited by the subject title and says pizza anyone and he wrote on the sunday Oh guys sucks that we all have to work super bowl sunday who wants to get a pizza any takers and so I was like... First...
1: That's so random, though, because Rogers is a nationwide company, so it might not even be in Toronto.
0: Well, there's the thing. So the guy sent it. What he should have done was either just... Either he should just walked around the building and say, hey, Seriously, he wants to get a pizza.
1: 12 of my closest friends, do you want to order a pizza? Yeah, or
0: he should have specifically written in the emails and be like, who wants a pizza? But no, he wrote down... He included every email, database, address book, I think, in all of Rogers. So it went corporate-wide. Uh. So first,
1: so, so even Ted Rogers
0: Ted Rogers, <laughs> his yeah. expired
1: email account exactly. is have gotten this. It's
0: still getting it. So it's just like, first of all, I'm pissed off because I'm like, damn it, there's no pizza. The pizza was yesterday yeah. and it wasn't even in my building. Second of all, there was damn near 25 to 30 responses to that.
1: Were they legit responses? Like people being like, order me a vegetarian.
0: Yeah, well, there's everything from cheese to like – Oh, let's get a pepperoni and get a couple meat lovers and this and that.
1: Where was he ordering the pizza from? See,
0: th- I that would have been a nice question. I don't even know where they got it from, but You know,
1: there's a definite hierarchy of pizza places you can order from. So it's like hopefully he wasn't getting like some like 3 for 1 deal or something.
0: No, and here's the other thing that bugged me was out of all the people who responded, not one person had like the common de- decency to take all of all of work off of there and just be like, oh hey guys, we accidentally put everyone on there. No no, every single person who <laughs> responded. And then the other thing that I always find funny is the next day there'll always be one person who still mass emails back, be like, hey dumbasses, you sent this everywhere. Was that you? No, it wasn't me. Because <laughs> that one guy who says hey dumbasses, you yeah. sent this to everyone is then entailed sending it to everyone and.
1: Fair enough. Another reason they are enabling such bad behavior.
0: Yeah, so my whole thing is it's just like, just just don't send a mass email. Mm -hmm. If it has to be sent, don't respond to it unless you have something dire, important that has to be said to everyone.
1: I agree. Email is just becoming another, I don't even know, like an entire junk box these days.
0: Yeah, my other theory is that people sometimes respond to mass emails just to prove that they're actually working and i'm doing air quotes for those of you because you can't (laughs) this is an audio thing you can't see me yeah my whole thing is it's just like just go back to looking up whether or not jessica simpson got fat again or depending on when you listen to this if she's skinny now i don't know she's pregnant whatever
1: at least you guys have that it's like a tmz moment in my reality this dude is literally walking around eating popcorn interrupting meetings (laughs) and playing chess with my boss oh how (laughs) fun
0: yeah, so anyways, uh, I'm really happy to be sponsored. I hate them, but thank you people who send mass emails and respond to them. I appreciate you sponsoring my very first podcast. Always good to have a shout out. Live at 6.05, congratulates you. Now, what do you say we get the show started properly? Yeah. So like I said, the first episode we're going to do is relationships. All, all about relationships. And now I'm wondering, um, because I think we have a pretty unique story about how you and I got together. Definitely. It's not just like we went uh, to a bar Didn't and... meet you
1: through a friend. Well, kind of. But, kind of, but yeah. But not...
0: Yeah, so I don't know. We both... We actually both met at work. At Rogers. Rogers. We were both working for City TV Omni at the time. So we were in the exact same department, basically. Yeah.
1: Except we were in two different locations.
0: You got it. And what I was going to say was, before I even met you, I... The first... My first... Experience with you, I ended up hating you, even though I didn't know it was you. Yes. And I figure before I'm still offended by this. <laughs> I'm which is still weird. Kind of...
1: <laughs> four and a half years later, still offended.
0: I'm actually still kind of offended by it. So <laughs> before we get into talking about how we got together, I figure I would tell the story. You know what story I'm talking about, yes, right? Yes, I do. The first, my first experience with you, and why I hated your guts, and how. Uh, I'm so amazed that I was able to win you over. Maybe you were able to win me over. I think so. Yeah, so basically at the time, I worked for City TV and we had just gotten bought by Rogers Communications, who you worked for. Yeah,
1: I was at the Lakeshore location.
0: Yeah, and I was still down at um, 299 Queen Street West out of the Chum building. And so basically, we had just gotten bought and I hadn't really met any of the... Other side, like any of you, the others. Yeah. Lost reference. We're, lost, we're losties. <laughs> yeah, I hadn't met your side yet, but we technically were one department. And so anyway, so there was this one night where me and my two friends. Sean and Dan, what up, (laughs) former Club 808ers? (laughs) We were going to a concert one night. It was like a Wednesday night or something. And we were going to go see Bachman Cummings.
1: Which is ridiculous in itself. I should have hated him from that point on.
0: For people of you who are not in the know, Bachman Cummings are the two guys from the Guess Who or BTO. (laughs) They They
1: looked equally as old in the 70s as they do now.
0: Well, yeah, that was the thing. They're very disheveled. Me and Dan actually won tickets to see them at the CBC, like, five months before the second concert we saw them.
1: Footnote, if you actually look at the DVD, John and Dan are in the DVD. Yeah,
0: if anyone who wants to know, who, if you don't know who I am, if you want to know who I am, go out and buy uh, you can get it on Amazon, I think, or HMV. Bachman coming second time around. Some It's some cheesy title like that. John
1: and Dan are busting a move in the front.
0: We're the only two young guys amongst the sea of old, yeah, like... Yeah,
1: decrepit geriatric old, crowd.
0: Old timers. So, so anyways, we were going to go see this band, and one of the things I feel like when you see an older band who doesn't quite have it like they used to, it kind of helps to get drunk. <laughs> Even though I love the Guess Who and I love BTO, and I love those guys. Yeah. We were young whippersnappers, and it's just like, let's go. Yes, because they
1: use often words like whippersnapper.
0: And one of those things, too, for people who don't know me, I'm pretty legendary for having awful hangovers.
1: Yeah, there's no in-between drinking for John. It's either he's not drinking or he's completely obliterated. So it's 0 to 10 in about, two. like, I don't even know. You you can throw back, like, 14 beers and go to town.
0: Oh, one of the last times I threw about 14 beers, there was a Moo Moo Chick incident, which... (laughs) That you'll hear about later. We'll get to that. So we went to the concert. It was fun. We got drunk. I was wasted. Uh, My phone, though, my battery died. I always had my phone with me, so my battery died, so I didn't bring it with me. And I end up getting home at, like, 12.31 at night. Mm -hmm. Plug my phone in, or I unplug it because it's finally charged to see that I have about 20 missed calls from Lori... Lori. Lori shout out Scarborough what up <laughs> Lori is the lady the chick the woman <laughs> the girl. I was about to say in this context you
1: might want to call her your superior my, my, yeah,
0: my superior at the time we're good friends now but she's the one who hired me as an intern yeah. and she frantically called me this night because well she was out of commission because I think she like broke her leg to soccer or Horrible. something so she wasn't at work and she called me up being like John John call me when you get this John call me I don't care what time it is John text me call me and so I end up calling her at, like, 1.30 in the morning, drunk out of my mind. And, I mean, we're good friends now, but at the time, I'm still trying to be professional because I'm still relatively new to, like, city. Like, I would just gotten hired from being an intern. Yeah. And so I'm trying to attack that drunk. And I'm like, oh, Laura, what's, what's going on? <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> and she's just like, John, I need you to, uh, to go into work early tomorrow. She's like, I broke my leg. I can't be there. Uh, the Omni guys are sending over some interns to help – clear out stuff because because at the time we were moving out of the building to move into your building and she's like yeah we're they sent some interns because they have to like help clean up the the tape library and get boxes in order she's like i can't be there but they're sending them i think they're sending them for 8 a.m so long story short woke up the next day awful hangover have to go meet these two interns and it was just like all i wanted to do that day was just like sit in a dark corner and just like get my work done but i had to like show them what to do and I didn't find out till a couple years later, but who was the one that sent those two interns?
1: That would be me.
0: How it's... dare you?
1: I would... Okay, come on now. I think that's pretty wicked. Knowing my work ethic, you know it,
0: right? Yeah, so... Of course I'm going
1: to try and keep these kids productive. <laughs> they needed an education.
0: Uh, well, they got I don't know a... what
1: lifting boxes is going to get you, but They got
0: still. an education of getting me Tylenols. And... <laughs> <laughs> Just
1: get them to get you, like, Gatorades.
0: Oh, trust me, yeah. So, <laughs> so that was my first experience with you. I'm sorry. Here's the other question I had is how do people even meet these days? Because I the people I've always dated and I've never aside from you, Mm -hmm. my longest relationship was maybe like a month and a half.
2: Almost same here.
0: And I think everyone I ever dated went out on a date with or did anything with was either through work or through school.
1: Yeah, which is like weird because isn't it like you're not supposed to like shit where you eat.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say like I think working with someone you date, you're dating is a really bad idea to a certain extent.
1: That's all I know. That's that's all I've done. And then <laughs> and
0: how did all those ones go?
1: Uh, awkward, horrible, atrocious. And then I, when I started dating you, I actually quit Rogers. Exactly. <laughs> it was good. So I think that's the key: meet them and then ditch the job.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that's like that's how we met was through work. And I have one pretty had one pretty awful experience prior to dating you with a girl who I worked with. Okay. And I, I'll, I'll tell you that story. Maybe you, if you have any like yeah, bad I'll, relationship stories.
1: We, we can do the bad before we get to the good.
0: <laughs> the, yeah, the bad, <laughs> the perfect storm before, you know, you ride that wave. Totally. So I was working out of 299, and, like, the whole place was littered with interns. And I met this one girl who was a fashion television intern, mm-hmm. and she was super cool, and we hung out our locks. You know, we were both, like eager to get jobs done, and we totally. wanted to like both Super get proactive. hired. Uh, I'll be honest, I was way more proactive than she was, because she never even got hired, and she was kind of a yutch. <laughs> Wank! <laughs> but at the time, I quite liked her, and we were like, go out to lunches, and this and that. Turned out that she, at the time, had a boyfriend. That's so horrible! It was, because I, maybe it was just my dumbness. I I felt like she was lean me on, so... She could
1: have been. Chicks are crazy.
0: Yeah, she was cray. So there was her, and another fashion television intern we both made fun of all the time because she was
1: care equally horrible she was
0: cuckoo for cocoa puffs
1: that is horrible and
0: like a true guy once i found out that this one girl had a boyfriend who did i start talking to the other one the crazy one who we both made fun of for being crazy and
1: (laughs) see this would further i'm gonna let you finish your story but this would further prove my point that guys like to date or chase girls that are crazy because that means that they're going to end up being crazy in love with them.
0: No, I, I can see that point, but I think for me it was just like, whoa, she's like, uh, she's just like into me or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's cool. Uh, so anyway, so we started dating and things got weird pretty quickly. Like, like fetish weird? <laughs> well, she was a cat lady. Ew! And not a cat lady where she had... 30 cats yeah but cat lady where she just had one cat that she constantly talked about and i think his, that's still creepy and she like talked to him with like the baby voice like oh sure munchkin is okay. such a pretty little kitty that he Ew. just eats his cables and bits and Ew. <laughs> whatever it was and so i remember one time well there was a few weird things like she would never invite me over to her place
1: probably because she was a crazy cat lady
0: crazy cat lady uh and so she would only come to my place like maybe it was because i live fairly close to where i work so we could walk to my apartment yeah. but here's the other thing i knew i should have fucking dumped her at the time when she couldn't cross an intersection
1: ah uh, those are the worst
0: because one of my biggest pet peeves are slow walkers and yeah. she was the slowest fucking walker i've ever met right
1: there that should be an indication
0: and the big test with one of the tests i gave you when we started dating yeah Was there's Uh, an intersection. Don't I know it. What's the intersection?
1: Uh, College and university. University.
0: College and university. It's a double
1: intersection. It's a
0: double intersection, but... They give you enough time that you can walk.
1: It's like 20 seconds.
0: Yeah, it's one of those things where they give you the walk signal for about 10 seconds, and then they give you the 20-second countdown. Totally. So all in all, it's like 30 seconds to walk across this double you intersection. You can technically
1: do it twice. At least not. You could do one and a half of them twice. Yeah,
0: I'm a fast walker. I can walk it with like eight seconds to spare. A normal walker yeah. can get there. In time. Totally. This chick couldn't even, barely got to the medium. That's so silly. Before it counted down to one, and she'd be like, oh, sorry, let's just wait here, huh? No. Ah." So that should have been, like, my first time where I'm like, I need to dump you because you're a slow fucking walker. The first weird part, like, so she talked about her cat, but then she started acting like a cat. (laughs) (laughs) Even creepier. Which again I should have dumped her when she started acting like a cat. Like but,
1: like licking like milk uh, from a bowl on the floor?
0: No, no. Like coming up to me and being like, Can I lick your face like a kitty cat would? Ew <laughs> And me being a dumbass being like, Well sure. I see no You
1: let her lick your face.
0: F-. Just the cheek, you know. You know when you have a cat and they come up and they jump and they purr and they Yeah, but
1: it's a cat, not a human.
0: Yeah, and she I remember her like a kitty cat. Like, think
1: about how she's, like, outside in the real world licking shit because she wants to be a cat.
0: Yeah, like licking another cat's ass or something yeah, like or that. Yeah, or, like, a
1: fucking pole that's been ridden with crap on it. Now you're <laughs> yeah, rethinking your cheeks, I, aren't a you? A little bit, yeah. So,
0: <laughs> and I just remember she would spend time and she would all, she would just start licking my face like a cat. Mm-hmm. And not in, like, the fun, kind of hot. How like... long?
1: How long did you let this happen for?
0: Oh, uh, until we broke up pretty much. <laughs>
1: Which was what, the next day or like six months from then?
0: Well, there's the thing. So she started acting like a cat and she would lick my face and it was definitely weird, but I'm like, oh, I'm going to let this happen because I'm lonely without you.
1: I really hope your parents are listening to this right now. I really to, hope they're not. let them know what they left when they let you go to Toronto by yourself.
0: And then the one time she did invite me to her apartment was fucking disgusting. Like Ew Like I should have probably got her onto hoarders. Like I'm a bad person for not calling like one eight hundred gets we get your junk whatever.
2: Ew.
0: <laughs> like I went there and she made me chicken wings and the pan she used was a pan that she hadn't cleaned that had old crusted chicken Ew. wing debris on it.
1: Okay, that's disgusting.
0: And, I mean, like, I'm I'm awful with germs and that kind of disgusting stuff. But, yeah, I think it was just, like, a lonely thing. Like, I'm going to put up with See, this disgustingness. See, this is horrible. Mess.
1: Okay. Everyone, audience, take notice. Don't settle for things you know that irk you. <laughs> there are good people out there that don't actually want to use dirty dishes to serve people food. Lick your face like a cat.
0: Well, the other <laughs> thing was I was still fairly young at the time. Like, well, I don't know. I was 22 or something, which – Granted, I mean, it's young, but it's not like I'm 17 years old.
1: Still, but I mean, you don't have to surrender for crazy-ass shit.
0: Yeah, so anyway, so I got out of there, and then the weird thing was I still, despite all this, I still was dating her, and I wanted to date her. Okay, And the then allure. And then, um, so, oh yeah, what other, what else happened was she was getting ready to go on a Florida trip. I think she was going with her mom to Florida for like a week or something. Mm-hmm. She had just finished her internship at Fashion Television, mm-hmm. and she did not get hired on. So part of me was like, oh, score, I don't have to yeah. see her every day because cause after the honeymoon phase of dating someone, seeing them all the time 24-7 yeah. can get a you little time. You want to have your own life. Yeah, so she didn't get hired, and she was, she was super, like, depressed. It turns out, I found out later on, she was actually bipolar. Ah. Because she would go, like, from crazy depressed to, like, crazy, like, I want to lick your face like a kitty cat and start purring. <laughs> Are you sure she
1: wasn't, like, schizophrenic? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe
0: it was the voices in her head.
1: That's so horrible.
0: So she goes to Florida. She's gone for a week. And, I mean, we were dating for about a month at this time, right? Mm-hmm. So, we like, it was the only time I changed my Facebook relationship status to in a relationship. Yep. Which I have never done. Not
1: even for us. No. Which is fair because I don't have it either. I don't have my status up at all.
0: Because I feel like people who do that are trying too hard to prove that they're actually dating someone because oh, they that's, want the attention. That's what I do because I kind of wanted people to be like, look at me, I have someone. <laughs> Maybe I am just really sad. I was in a bad place. I was place. To say, this is
1: all leading up to a good theory on you, psychoanalysis <laughs> no, on you.
0: I'm very happy now, I swear. I okay. swear. So she goes to Florida, she gets back, and I do not hear from her. I've called her, I've texted her, i Facebooked her. This is when MSN was still around. I was MSNing her. <laughs> and like a couple weeks go on and I don't hear from her. And then she finally, I think, texts me back and she's like, oh, I'll see you when I have time. I'm so busy trying to find a job, this and that. And I remember there being like a couple nasty like emails back and forth where I'm like, I may have said something like, well, thanks for wasting my time, bitch. Or Did she you was
2: instigate just... it?
0: No, she was the crazy one because she would send a text to me like, oh, yeah, let's definitely do coffee tomorrow. And then she write back be like, I can't get with you or whatever. What? So I think I wrote back being like, okay, well, you're insane. insane. Screw off or whatever. So it ends on a bad note. And I'm like, fuck it. I don't care. I'm never going to see her again. She doesn't work with me. She's not an intern, whatever. Until one day when I walk into work and who do I see at the reception desk? Oh, no. But said crazy cat lady. That's so brutal. And so reason 13 why not to date someone you work with Mm -hmm. is because of the breakup. Mm -hmm. And then if you have to see them at said work every single day. And it's one thing if you work in different departments, because it's easy enough to get away from not going to like a different department, right? Yeah. You'd be on separate floors. But when your ex is a receptionist yeah. and you have to go through the front door oh, every day the worst thing ever. and you have to see them when you want to go in at the start, if you want to go out for lunch, if you have to leave at the end of the day and no. they're always there. yeah. So what do you think I did?
1: <laughs> Decoy wrote.
0: I found a different way to get into that building <laughs> every single day of my life.
1: Shimmy down a pipe or anything?
0: Well, lucky for me, our building, uh, there was two buildings. So mine, 299 Queen Street, and then there's a building next door. And there was a bridge that connected the two places. Okay. So I had to go next door, which is on technically the other side of the street, through the basement, up four flights of stairs to get to the bridge, cross the bridge, go up another flight of stairs to get to my office, which was on the fifth floor. Yeah. And if I ever wanted to leave for lunch or come back or leave, I'd always have to go that way.
1: This is horrible. Th- what is this saying about society? The power crazy people have over sane people.
0: And here's the reason why. Because there was a couple times, or one time specifically, when I walked by her. Yeah. And we weren't on talking terms. Like, we, yeah. we kind of, like, when she first started working there, I was she like, tried oh. tried
1: to, like, claw you because being a cat and all that? <laughs> like
0: a cat, yeah. She was definitely not licking my face. Yeah. She was throwing her kibbles at me or whatever. Yeah. So this one time I walked by her and like, I'm just not making eye contact with her. So I'm just like, like, okay, I got to get past. her. I have to do this. Yeah. Just don't make eye contact. It'll be done in five seconds. So I walk by her mm-hmm. and all of a sudden she stands up and she screams at me. With, mind you, this is during work hours. Yeah. What are you too good to say hi to me anymore? Fuck you.
1: Are you serious?
0: And this is the receptionist who greets people when they come in, takes calls, has to be like.
1: So glad she's the face, the first face of yeah, the company. she's
0: like the friendly face yeah. of the company, and she just fuck you for walking by. I mean, you think you're too good for me, and
1: what do you say?
0: Oh, I just got the hell out of there. I, I, like <laughs> scared. One, one thing I know about crazy women is if they're angry, they're gonna keep going. If I stand there, <laughs> if I get the hell out of there, the most she can do is you. they can't chase me. So I got the hell out of there. Okay. I shit you not the very next day yeah so she calls me a scumbag yells at me mm-hmm. uh, the very next day she's giving a tour uh, to some kids of the building yeah and I'm walking like again I'm trying to like avoid her so I'm not going through the front door anymore mm-hmm. I'm walking through a stairwell and I bump into her because she's given a tour of people yeah and so one day removed from her yelling at me calling me a scumbag yeah. she's like Hey, John, how's it going? Like, oh, I guess, That's so brutal. I got such a good class today. Like, oh, you know what? We got to do coffee together. Like, let's get this going. Totally
1: putting on a show.
0: And I'm just like, bitch, you're bipolar. <laughs> right. like, and so, clearly, like, so that kind of sucked. And yeah. I just kind of went along with it because I'm like, okay, I'd rather be in your good books than your bad books. Totally. And so, like, every day kind of varied from, like, her being like, screw off, don't look at me, or being like, hey, what's going on? How
1: long did this last then?
0: Uh, it lasts, I think she was only an, like, she was only a receptionist for like a couple months after that. Mm. So that was the girl I dated before you. And there was a good, probably, I guess, like a year and a half before you and I got together. Thank
1: God. Well, it's actually good because now I feel really good about my ego knowing where you came from. Well, the
0: good things about you are you're a fast walker. You're not bipolar. You're clean. You don't lick my face like a cat.
1: My parents would be oh so proud of this story.
0: But, you know, what's it saying about me that I jumped right back into like another work relationship. Yep. Because no well, one only... I know,
1: but we had like, we had it some time.
0: Yeah, because the other thing was like, I dated, like I said, I've only dated, I like, kind of gone out with a few people before you, and like I, I dated someone when I worked at Zellers, I didn't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, Zellers, now Zell... Target, isn't it?
0: I was all the envy of all the cashiers when I was there as cart boy. <laughs> Making those big $2 tips on each carryout.
1: That's impressive.
0: $2? $2. If I was lucky. That's
1: like $900 now or something, probably.
0: And if you don't know me, back when I was working at Zeller's when I was like 17, 18, I weighed all of like 102 pounds.
1: Yep. I swear to God, I think as soon as we started dating, John Mallon gained, what, a solid like 20 pounds in oh, our first year? I was going to say like, six. oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> in our first year. I think you gained like. Probably collectively, like, 60 pounds since we dated. But, like, really good. It wasn't, like, all in his gut or something (laughs) or, like, in his arm. It was, like, strategically, like, he's filled out, which is, like, insane. But what
0: about you? Do you have, like, any...
1: I I think all of my experiences before you were insane. Um, I think my track record is two curlers, one British dude who ended up dating my ex-roommate who said she was a lesbian, Uh, another dude who I dated from work and who I still feel cheated on me with this girl um, and she used my toothbrush, which I equally think is just disgusting. Ew, that is disgusting. It is disgusting, right? Like, we've been
0: dating four years. We've never used each... Our,
1: each other's toothbrushes. I don't
0: care how close you are. I mean, that's – like, I understand people, oh, well, people are like, oh, well, mm-hmm. what happens when you kiss someone? It's like, yeah, but I'm not, like, cleaning it out and, yeah. like, mashing, like, old food particles. Well, and... I think
1: the weird thing with that story was, like – I'm not really i'm only friends with the british dude still um just because facebook has kept us close with (laughs) our interests of music and film um but otherwise like he's still pretty cool people he's really talented um but the the portuguese dude (laughs) with the chick who used my toothbrush uh he did not live here anymore because he went to law school which i feel just like rolls out really incredibly selfish individuals um for the most part except two people i know who actually are based in Toronto, and I want to say it's because they have a really good social circle that they did not become this way. Mm-hmm. But I used to fly down very inconspicuously because the flight from Toronto to D.C. was the equivalent of 40 minutes. Yeah. So I could just be like, hey, Mom, going to the store, and then I would <laughs> drive to Pearson Airport, hop on a plane. Yeah,
0: I'll go grab – do, do we need milk? We're do out we of milk, milk again.
1: Anything. And I would fly to uh, Ronald Reagan Airport, take a cab, haul it to his apartment – And then I hang out with him for, like, a couple hours and then fly home. Very expensive hobby. Um, But anyway, so one time I was – I told him I was coming down, and then I thought he would come and pick me up from the airport, which he said he would, and he didn't. And then when I got to his house, instead of actually talking to me at all, this girl was sitting there in one of my T-shirts, and she just persisted to hang out with us for, like, the rest of the time I was there. And he got, like, super distant, and then at one point – We just got into this huge fight just because he had a really intense definition about what a girlfriend was supposed to be for somebody like him.
0: I hope that doesn't include like your place is in the kitchen, woman. Um, Casserole. Pretty
1: much. It was also like you need to sit on my lap, right? I need oh. to show you off. I need you need to like walk around with me all the time. I, Which if you know me is completely not how
0: I am. I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna toot our own horn and one of the main reasons why we're awesome is we don't give a shit about PDAs. <laughs> no.
1: It's just like we're comfortable with our relationship. I know we're in love with each other. We I, love each other.
0: We don't need to prove no. to people it's like the whole thing about again but almost putting like changing your facebook relationship status it's just like i don't care to prove to you that we're dating
1: no everybody who knows like who are friends with us who are in our lives know that we are completely together right so it's not like we gotta
0: i'm like i have to sit on that couch with you side by side no other no i don't need
1: to like ride you as we're watching a movie or like whatever (laughs) and make it unbearably uncomfortable for everyone around us yeah um but yeah so anyway so then it just we blew up we got into this big argument and um it just became the most apocalyptic thing ever and he said he wanted to break up with me over the phone i got a phone call at 3 a.m being like don't come for thanksgiving because i just can't do this anymore i'm being a bigger man by telling you this and all this crap and i was just like wow you're kind of a dick (laughs) and then persisted to just unravel. I was a child of Dawson's Creek year, so my way of releasing energy was writing really long prolific letters to him about why I think he's an asshole and he should not cower out of this relationship. But in hindsight, it just became just like a really messy thing for about a year but through all that somehow through the pit of gloom i started talking to john oh Ray. fancy so he was always there being the emotional support i needed and we just started being friends because we realized we had a really good bond um over music and movies and just like just hanging and stuff so yeah. that was really cool yeah well
0: we're getting a bit a bit ahead of ourselves about uh, how we really met because there was yeah. a few steps we just there become, was a few steps yeah but you made an interesting point you said you you wrote some letters right
1: I wrote many a letter I think you're the only one I hadn't had to write a letter to
0: do you think it gets to do you get to a certain point in life where it's just like you have to stop like you don't write letters anymore like do you just like I'm just only gonna talk to someone about this cuz I used to
1: well yeah cuz you never want your like your crazy Memorax
0: oh yeah that's also (laughs) like you don't wanna like you can have a conversation and hopefully god forbid someone's actually recording
1: it. oh for sure like as a footnote to this to the point where people reference said letters because they have been like completely like memorized in Facebook or wherever. One of two of my really good friends at work, um, Z and Kate, we were all sitting together and we were just referencing um, past relationships and like the amount of crazy people we dated. And so my friend Z, who's dating one of my other really close friends, Tammy, who's amazing shown us one of the craziest letter emails where this crazy ass chick Mm. would write a paragraph being like z i'm in love with you i need to be with you (laughs) then the next paragraph was like you don't need to be with me you need to find somebody better then the next paragraph would just be like this is how we should work on being together and it just went on and
0: on please warn z because it sounds exactly like crazy cat lady like bipolar it may
1: have been i swear to god it's just like i do not know why I I don't know if guys do it too, but like do not know why girls choose to do this. It's like maybe they feel they can write their way to save a relationship, but it's like I think you just hit the point where you're like, what the fuck am I doing?
0: Yeah, well, the only time I really did it was back when I was still in high school Mm -hmm. and I was still pretty like nervous to talk to girls because like I said, I weighed (laughs) – especially in high school, I was like 85 pounds soaking Mm -hmm. wet. So it's not like, would you call me? Would I – I looked, like, wide eyes. Wide eyes. Because my, like, head was too big for my yeah, body at the time. I,
1: I, oh, my God. Guys, okay, like, eventually <laughs> we'll post this picture. John has this picture on Facebook, and we were going through them, and I'm like, who is that? And he's like, it's me. And I was like, excuse
0: me? <laughs> me at my, like, high school seventh grade. He prom. looked <laughs>
1: insane. He looked like, I swear to God, he was sitting in some, like like, block cell for, like, a year without food or nutrition, and he just looked completely malnourished.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll post this on the uh, the live at six o five website, which I'll give out to you guys it's later horrifying. on. Yeah, it's not my finer moment, so no. needless to say, I wasn't James Vanderbeek in high school, or
1: come on, Ryan Reynolds, as people call you now. Yeah,
0: so I. Didn't have much action going on in high school, but
1: neither did I. I wasn't like a whore. <laughs>
0: yeah. so, I'm like... well, not saying that, but right. it's just
1: mom, I wasn't a whore, <laughs>
0: <Really>. <laughs> mom, I wasn't that big of a loser, I swear. Yeah, right. But there's the one girl who I really liked in high school, mm-hmm. and I remember like I asked her out a bunch of times, but I don't think I ever asked her out in person. Mm-hmm. It was back when like MSM was all the rage, yeah, and so I remember like always the day of like high school dances. I'd be like, please sign sign online, please sign Aww. online. And she'd sign online, and I'd be like, hey, what's going on? And I would be like – I would ask her, do you want to go to a dance? I would specifically remember, like, asking her out. And then you know when you're on MSN, Mm -hmm. and if you don't have the window open, it would start flashing blue at the bottom. Mm -hmm. I remember asking her, closing the window down because I didn't want to see it, and just, like, as soon as, like, it started flashing that she had messaged me back, Mm -hmm. like, my heart thumping. I remember, like, almost, like, taking squigs of, like, whiskey being like, okay, breathe, Madeline, open this thing up. Aww. And every time it would just be like, oh, no, no, I don't what want to go Vic? out with you. Is she on your Facebook? I'll fucking club her. <laughs> she, she is. I'll
1: fucking dislike everything she has on her Facebook She page.
0: is. But I mean, I, whatever. Whatever. So I just remember like ask, like always ask her on MSN and then.
1: Hold the phone. What? Don't you have your reunion coming up?
0: Uh, I should do.
1: Totally go and like go back now and be like, bitch, look where I am.
0: Yeah, I don't want to get into it too, too much, because this is another topic I want to talk to you about in a future podcast, Mm -hmm. which is all about, like, the high school years. And it's crazy to think, I'm only 27, and I actually got a message the other day on Facebook saying, like, let's do the 10-year high school reunion. Not
1: impressed. And it's a really
0: big thing now, and that girl was invited. Mm -hmm. What does she
1: look like now? um,
0: She's,
1: like, 9,000 pounds with 10 kids.
0: Well, I don't want to say.
1: Come on, say. You have to at least say to feed my ego. <laughs> uh,
0: well, she's definitely not as good looking as you, Color. obviously.
1: I don't know why I'm all of a sudden like Latino when I yeah. think things are good. Okay.
0: <laughs> but she fits what I like, which is <laughs> dark hair. Yeah. Dark skin, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're a pale blonde girl, I do not like you. <laughs> we can be friends, but that's it.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: But but anyway, so. We'll, we'll
1: <laughs> no, John is of the Aryan persuasion, so. I like him dark.
0: Would, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I I just remember doing like asking her out on MSN, and then, at like two in the morning, like going and write like writing a prolific email to her, being like, I think we're made, destined to be together, or whatever, like stupid high school, mm-hmm. like I like that was the love of my life, even though we never <laughs> went out on a date, Aww. and I remember it's funny like. Um, that's where like, I started getting into music, and that's when like burning CDs were big. Mm-hmm. I didn't burn her, burn her a CD, but what I would do was like I would burn myself a CD. Mm-hmm. I specifically remember I made a two-disc double CD. Mm-hmm. One was called Slow It Down. The other one <laughs> was called Pump It Up. Because <laughs> this was when – Man,
1: Dance Mix would have loved you.
0: <laughs> this is when Nelly was still big, and when he put out – Isn't his...
1: that when he was only big?
0: No. He got so big that he put out two albums, sweats, Sweatsuit. Ew. (laughs) And one CD was all about, like, his, like, getting crunk and, like...
1: Is Nelly the one with the band-aid? Yeah. Okay. So he had this
0: sweatsuit. So one was all, like, his party tracks. The other CD was, like, all his love songs. Mm Mm-hmm so I made my double disc CD, Slow It Down, Pump It Up. Pump It Up was, like, all, like, my jam songs, like, to ask her out. Yeah. But then when she would say no, I would listen to, like, my Slow It Down mix. <gasps> oh,
1: my God. This is so depressing. Which was,
0: like, your quintessential Boys to Men. Water uh, Runs Dry. Yeah, like, all those shitty yeah. slow songs. So I just remember, like, getting up 2 in the morning, writing her emails, being, like, just, like, professing my love even more. Aww. And I was just thinking, like I couldn't dream of doing that now. Do you
1: still now. have them? You should totally do a podcast where we just read all these letters.
0: I wish, like cause I still have my exact same Hotmail account from high school. Yeah. And I actually tried it a couple months ago. I went to see like how far back it went because I never mm-hmm. delete anything. Yeah. And it only goes back to like 2006. I, or I got
1: some killer letters from past relationships. Oh yeah. Oh
0: yeah. That's my point now. That's why like writing these emails, like these could like she could very well have them and like. Who knows? Maybe she gets drunk on Friday nights and reads them to her friends. Oh,
1: guaranteed. Like, you always pull them up for, like, shits and giggles later on.
0: Yeah, but, like, to my point, I used to do that back when I was, uh, I don't know, I guess I was insecure about asking someone out in person, like, because the older you get, the more experience mm-hmm. you get. Like, you and I, like, I asked you out in person many a times, and it's just, many like... Many a
2: times. <laughs> so I
0: wouldn't, like, even if you and I had a problem, I wouldn't write you a letter to this point. Yeah. So, like, do you think there's a certain age where it can be you get too old to maybe, like, write a letter or send a text... Like, if it's um, something, like, pretty big and prolific? I think
1: – well, I think asking somebody out sh- is something you should be doing in person anyway because mm-hmm. it's supposed to be an intimate gesture. But I just think where we are right now in real life, everyone's texting. I'm, like, I'm guilty of it. Like, I hate talking to people on the phone. Mm-hmm. So – like I still don't see a point to voicemail for me because it's I will not listen to it. Yeah. Um. But we know tons of people. Ten half of our friends, all they do is text people to ask them out. Yeah. And stuff. I won't say who this one is because she's one of my besties. But she knows who she is. Or she knows. We who love who her to death. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, like I mean, like I think that is like half the thing. They probably wouldn't write a letter, but they it's the equivalent in a shorter format. Yeah. So.
0: All right. It's kind of staying on the like the, the school note. I have a question for you. Shoot. Do you remember at all your first like grade school crush, like the guy, you the very first guy that you can remember, in, like, like
1: elementary school? Yeah, or like whether it, yes. it, whether it
0: was an elementary school, yeah. Yes. So you remember who it is? Here's my question for you. I remember the very first girl who I ever had a crush on, like mm-hmm. in school. And the funny thing was, the reason I remember, and the reason why it's kind of funny is, she was a girl that every guy liked.
1: Yeah, it's always that way. So I was gonna
0: ask the guy you liked. Everyone loved all him. All the girls loved yeah. him. Yeah, so the girl that we all liked, Mm -hmm. I believe it started in, like, it was grade five or grade six, Mm -hmm. and every guy liked her, Mm -hmm. and it's funny to think, but it's because she was the first girl to, like, start developing... Ah. Like she was like the first girl to wear like a training bra.
1: Okay. See, like for us, it was like first guy to like smoke. What does that say about my <laughs> elementary school? <laughs> you go
0: to school? He was like bad. No. school. <laughs> <No. laughs>
1: he was like, he was like, ooh, he's mysterious. He's a badass. I think he was the first guy to wear a leather jacket in grade five. So
0: Who was he? Like Danny Bonaduce? His or like name was Fons- Daniel.
1: We'll not say his last name.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So the girl that we all like, her name was Natalie. Yeah. And it was funny because my best friend at the time, Andy Sinclair, Mm -hmm. who to this day, I haven't seen him since like grade seven. Mm -hmm. If anyone out there, if Andy Sinclair, by chance you're listening to this, email me because you were my best friend at the time. And he was also, this was like the brief time when I was cool in school. Yeah, I peaked from like grade four to grade six because (laughs) my friend Andy moved to school in grade two. I became his friend. And by like grade five, he was the most popular kid because he was like, really athletic That's and like so sweet. Aww. Yeah. So anyways, he actually got to like date Natalie oh. at the time. Which dating in grade 6 means like you held hands at totally. recess That's and about like cuz what are you going to do, right? Yeah. And so I remember like uh, he went out with her and all the girls, were, all the guys were jealous. I was jealous because I'm like, oh, I was in love with her yeah, at the time. Yeah, but you're like
1: the best friend who's dating the hot chick.
0: Exactly. Yeah. He was the one. That's the reason I got my very first boy-girl party from this. Aww. Because he was part of like the popular group that like all were dating yeah. and stuff. And so like by default, because I was his friend, we got to go to the date. Yeah. By, but yeah, I just thought it was interesting that she was the girl that everyone, all the guys liked I think that's her.
1: always the way. There's always like... It's kind of like Mean Girls, there's always like different cliques and the popular kids or whatever. So. Do you
0: still, do you know what the guy, your first crush, like do you know what he looks like today? Like do you have him yeah, on Yeah, the
1: weird, I don't have him on Facebook. The weird yeah. thing was he failed out of high school. <laughs> <laughs> he still worked at, I think it's Food Basics as a cart boy. <laughs> Now
0: so He was just a pretty face. He was
1: just a, not anymore. I think the drugs have gotten to him, and he yeah. just became, like, a little bit of, like, a strung-out person. But, like, yeah. back in grade five, when he had all, like, the hopes and dreams of a grade five, Yeah. It, you know, I used to ride my bike all the time <laughs> around his house and, like, wait for him after school because we used to, like, all live in the same area, so we'd all walk home the same way and stuff. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, it's the same with mine. Like, the, the girl that we all had the first crush on, I had her on Facebook up until maybe, like, like five years ago and i think like she got rid of me really <laughs> yeah not that i wrote her like emails yeah. either at like grade six being like i love you yeah but uh yeah i think i i know what she looks like today mm-hmm. and uh i mean she's not like she's deranged or anything like yeah. that but it's just i don't talk to her but like i've every once in a while she'll like pop up like on friends you should add to facebook yeah i think she was invited to like the high school reunion Probably. too because i went to like high school with her and everything like that so okay yeah, so, yeah, that's the first crush. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, so before we get back into the relationship talk, let's take a second and play around of everybody's favorite game, What's Love Got to Do With It? Okay, so since this is the first podcast, I should probably explain what the game <laughs> is. Might be helpful. Considering that I've only played it in my head, so it's my favorite <laughs> game. Uh, What's Love Got to Do With It? is a fun-filled game where I bring up two scenarios of relationships. And we try to hash out and see who has a better chance of going the distance ah, and lasting longer. Okay. So I'm in. Cool. I got my own theory about this, but I'm gonna ask you the question. You let me know what you think first, and then I'll let you know what my answer is. Okay. So which couple do you think has the best chance of living or staying together for? <laughs> I was like living the longest. <laughs> okay. So The high school sweethearts who started dating at age 15 and get married at age 19 Mm -hmm. and have two and three kids by age 25, 26. Mm -hmm. So, the high school sweethearts who have been together for forever, Mm -hmm. or the couple who works together, and I mean like works together, like same department, (laughs) desks, or are, you know, 10 feet away from each other, going to work together, eat lunch together go on the subway home together, have dinner together, and are together 24-7.
1: Wow, okay. So that I think I know which answer your answer would be. <laughs> um, so my seeing as I have friends who fall into both categories, I, I would hate my life if I physically worked in like 24 hours. was mm-hmm. I was with you for 24 hours of yeah. the day, right? Just because it's like I think – being able to be separate and have your separate lives and then come back together and, like, talk about them is really helpful. And, like, I quit Rogers as soon as you and I started dating. So what does that say? But um, I definitely think I have friends on the other side who have been together since high school. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they're now married. Some of them have kids, and they're doing fairly well. Um, it's not for me personally. I like to, you know, I would never want to marry any of the people I liked or dated in high school.
0: When I think about it, I actually also know a lot of people who...
1: (laughs) They might be the same people. Yeah.
0: Like my sister just got married this past summer and she was dating her husband now for about 11 years before they got married. Which is still
2: crazy bananas. Yeah.
0: So they were high school sweethearts. One of my old managers who I used to work with, Kara, she... I believe, married her, like, high school sweetheart. And I think it's one of those things, like, she's still super young, but I think mm-hmm. she's already been married, like, 25 years, and she's, like, not very old, you well, know?
1: Well, even, like, some of my friends have known each other since elementary school. like Crazy. Which is insane. Our, Arthur and Denise, mm-hmm. um, they're now married. And so it's, like, I think they met probably in, like, grade three, because I still remember, like, Denise being valedictorian of our grade eight class. Yeah, stuff, so. so it's a tough
0: one. Like, I could teeter either way, which one I think will last longer. But I'm inclined to say the couple, uh, the high school sweethearts, just because most likely they still, as much as they've been together, like, for so long and, like, they only known each other, they've only dated, like, one another, they still have their separate lives where they have different jobs and, like, still a bit of a different, like, social circle with friends from work or whatever. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like you're not supposed to see the same person all the time yeah. all day like that's what still makes things like exciting for us is we go into work mm. in the morning separate place we come back and i totally. still ask you how your day is you ask me how my day is we make jokes about what happens just like if we work together in the same department we would know everything by lunchtime yeah or that's... by the first like coffee break
1: i think it would just be like also like maybe i'm wrong but i think you'd almost be lying to yourself as well if you said like everything's great it's like mm, do you know what i mean it's just like you want to have that like a couple hours to yourself and you want to have something that's distinctly yours unless you don't and I could be wrong but
0: yeah and (laughs) it's just like I I could maybe see like if you're working together but like different departments and a big corporation Mm -hmm. where it's just like I work on the second floor you work Mm on the 20th floor and yeah we only do our commuting in the morning and
1: I think you learn a lot about yourself too when when you go through different relationships as well Mm -hmm. so it's just like like, the things you'll tolerate from a person, like, knock on wood, if you luck out when you're in high school, mm-hmm. you find the person who treats you abundantly well and stuff. That's amazing. But I feel like the greater consensus would be not that answer. Yeah. Um. And even going through, like, university and college and, like, even, like, your first years, like, working and stuff, um. you generally, like, go through relationships and you figure out what you wanted another person yeah. based on some of the criteria the previous people didn't exactly meet. Yeah. So
0: Well the other joke I think I I told the joke to you yesterday or the day before was it's crazy to think, like, I just got an uh, invitation to the 10-year high school reunion for me. Still insane. Insane, because I'm like, I still feel like I just barely got out of high school or just got yeah. out of college. or Like, I'm still new to work.
1: Which means I'm wondering why St. Martin's didn't have one <laughs> yeah. for us if I'm older than you. Well,
0: I'll say what, up to uh, Earl of March Secondary School in beautiful Canada, Ontario. That's where uh, I went to school at. But I was saying the funny thing was, like, I'm still, like, 50-50 whether or not I want to go back to this high school reunion. But the one reason why I would want to go back... Mm-hmm. It's Because I know a few people who, even from, like, my grade, got I got married, mm-hmm. and they were high school sweethearts, and they were, like, the super popular kids. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of, like, an elegant way of, of saying this, because I don't know what my audience yet is going to be. If it's going to be, like, <laughs> young well, families listening to this, I don't want to yeah. be, like, too dirty. But I want to go back and just, like, go find the popular kids yeah. who got married out of high school and be like, yeah, I've... I you may have been cooler than <laughs> me in high school, but I've nailed more people <laughs> than you
1: since. You may since have high not school. though. They might be cheating assholes.
0: This is true. Right? You don't know what
1: happens in the burbs.
0: They could be like a bored used car salesman who got fat and has to like go get prostitutes exactly. or something or whatever.
1: The kind of shitty part is is that Facebooks takes away the allure of those things. Where it's like if you go back to your high school reunion, it's like you kind of almost already know the entire lives of these people if you wanted to. Yeah. Or so. Yeah.
0: All right, well, anyways, that's basically how you play What's Love Got to Do With It. So we've talked about first crushes, talked about, like, kind of previous relationships. Mm -hmm. Do you remember the first time you met me? Do you remember what I was doing at work?
1: Yes, I do. This is why I feel like John and I are pretty cool, actually, and I will toot our own or both of our horns on this one. The first time I met John, a lot of you guys probably know the story if you're super close friends with us. Um, John was breakdancing in the cafeteria (laughs) with, like, five of of our friends. Oh,
0: I'm a badass honky.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, no, John was breakdancing in the cafeteria, and it was around Halloween time. Um, And so, like, I was just walking by because where I used to sit was close to the cafeteria. And I was just like, who is this guy? And then one of my friends, Michael, was like, oh, those are the new guys from the Queen Street location. John... And, like, Dahlia and Bill and everybody. Um, so that was pretty interesting. And then because it was Halloween, we had a bunch of costumes on our side. And I wanted to go see the new guys where they were sitting. Oh, so yeah. then <laughs> I took all of our costumes, ran over to their side, and threw a wig.
0: Yeah, this is my first, like, <laughs> now that I know you, <clears throat> I know that you're very, one of the most, probably, like, the most outgoing person I know. Like, you're very kind and gentle. Like, when you meet people, like, they instantly become your best friend because, like, you just <laughs> you're very, like... Into people, like you're you're a big I, people person. I like person. people, yeah. Me, on the other hand, like I uh, like it. John might... doesn't like people. Well, if I like you, I like you. Yeah. Like it's gonna be, we'll be great friends. Yeah. But it's just, uh, sometimes it's like it's hard to make a good first impression on me. Yeah. And I just remember, like you said, after break dancing. I know who you were at the time, so I guess you were watching me break dance. I'm sitting at my desk, and I never met you, I, and you were with our other friend, Arini. hmm And you run up with a wig.
1: It was like I don't even know who. It could, it's like a motley crew style wig.
0: Yeah, and out of nowhere, you just running like, "Hey guys, what's going on?" And you just like throw a wig on me. You throw like a, a, a bow <laughs> on me, and you're like, "Oh, you look so fucking, you look so yeah. silly, whatever." You're like, "Time for picture pose." Yeah. And you pose, and as quickly as you put the wig on me, I ran. Away. You were ran out of there like. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: And I'm like, "Who was that?"
1: <laughs> That's what I do.
0: I will say I was not impressed the first time. It was just like, "Who is this person that puts stuff on me?" <laughs> yeah. Another thing you might not know about me is I don't necessarily like being touched, especially by people I totally. don't know. And See, so, but I was
1: doing it as a friend. I didn't like him at that point.
0: Yeah, no. Well, we, that was, like, the first time we really met. Yeah. And then I think we started to slowly get to know each other because, like, we had a bunch of people we worked with who would always smoke.
1: <laughs> Again, it's like, I swear to God, John and I should have cancer at this point.
0: Yeah, and so <laughs> we would just go out, like, on the smoke breaks. It was, like, the new, like, the water cooler thing where it's just, like
1: – But we were the only two who didn't smoke.
0: Yeah, so, like – by proxy, we would just stand closer to each other because smoking's a fucking disgusting habit. Totally. But we just wanted to get out of the building, just like take a ten-minute break. For sure. And after the first couple of times doing that with you, it was to the point where I would go out just because I wanted to hang out with you. Samezies. <laughs> and but I remember the first time—the uh, first time I really got like into you—I was like, "Whoa, this is a cool chick." Mm-hmm. Was I don't know if you remember, but it was the first time we took the subway.
1: Oh, totally. Our Beach Boys won. Yeah,
0: and it wasn't. It was kind of by accident because – It was
1: kind of by accident because you followed me to the Eden Center.
0: Well, that wasn't an accident. <laughs> yeah. By that point, it's because I was into you. It, yeah. <laughs> I basically went from zero to liking you in about two minutes. Yeah. And so it was one day after work. I remember you um, we were waiting at the streetcar hmm. stop. I was waiting at the streetcar stop, and we weren't really talking. Like I think I had just got there when the streetcar got there. Yeah. You go on the streetcar before me. I think I was sitting a few seats behind you.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. like I said, we really were, we weren't We
1: weren't like super close
0: at that point. Yeah, we weren't talking that much. And so I think you were actually you were studying or something. Mm-hmm. Or you were reading a book. And by the time we got off the streetcar, we kind of like – we're getting off the streetcar together. So we were kind of like side by side. So mm-hmm. it was one of those things where like we had hey, to talk. Hey, yeah. Hey, what's going on? Where are you going? This mm-hmm. and that. And we just started chit-chatting, whatever, like uh, just normally whatever. And we got on the subway and we just – the topic of music came up. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about like favorite bands, and you were saying one of your favorite bands
1: is the Beach Boys.
0: And I was like, get out of here! One of my favorite bands is
1: the Beach Boys, which is weird because if you know our age demographic, you do not pull that. That is not the top five bands you'll ever pick. Yeah,
0: because at the time, this was four years ago. We were like, uh, like still early twenties, like mm-hmm. twenty-four, twenty-five, whatever. It's just like. Most people at the time are listening to like T Pain or like just like new like yeah, new newer stuff, whatever. Stuff. so it's like if you're asking me like like who's your favorite band at the time, most people would be like uh you know, like Green, Katy Perry or, yeah, so, or Green whatever. Katie or whatever, Green the Day, or whatever the hell or, Yeah, even like going back to like Green Day Nirvana. But we went back to like a band that just like hasn't had a
1: new album in like thirty years.
0: Who haven't even hung out together in thirty years. Mm. And we both bonded also after we talked about the Beach Boys. We bonded over the fact that we both saw Brian Wilson in concert.
1: Which is crazy. And
0: you actually – I got super jealous because you said you saw him during his Pet Sounds.
1: Pet Sounds and Smile Tour with my brothers.
0: And so we were just like talking about that. And the other thing was I said one of my other favorite bands I love is Guster.
1: And I said, whoa, I love Guster.
0: Which is a big deal to me because I guarantee you 90% of people listening to this podcast are saying, who's Guster? Totally. So my test is if someone knows who Guster is, that's like a ding, 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 ding. Lights going off in my head like, whoa, this person Mm -hmm. has awesome musical taste because Guster aren't a big commercial band. They don't have top 40 hits.
1: So footnote this about Guster for later.
0: Yeah. So remember this thing. So I'm like, holy shit, this girl loves Guster. I'm like, I can't believe it. I'm saying, do you also like the song Satellite?
1: And I was like, I love that song Satellite.
0: I just remember like mentioning songs like, do you like this song? You're like, I love this song. So it got to the point where you were going to the Eaton Center. My stop wasn't the Eaton Center, but I'm like, this girl's cool. Like, Obviously, I was instantly like attracted to you because you fit my type. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I hate blind honkies. <laughs> <laughs> I hate what I am. I we're guess. not racist. So, we,
1: we have enough ethnicities in this household to not be racist. Well, I can
0: be – yeah, I'm white. I, I can, give you a can, pass. Yeah, I can say I hate white people. <laughs>
1: Don't! No,
0: I just – that's just not what I'm looking for in a romantic partner. Okay. So, like, I was – instantly attracted to you but when I heard about like your musical taste I was like well this girl's super super cool so we went to the Eaton Center and I think we were talking and I, I needed to buy a hat yeah I remember the other funny thing was like I said I didn't know you at the time and you can come off as being forward I think because we get off at the subway and you're just like like what are you doing this weekend and I'm like oh I'm actually going to Chicago because mm-hmm. you're like Chicago you're like oh I really wanted you to come I'm having a party at my place and, like, at first I'm like, whoa, this girl's into me because she's, like, inviting me, like, to her house. <laughs> Not knowing at the time that you just, like, you're a people person. Yeah. So, like, you're instantly people. You're, like, you're, like, I want to get to know you. Come over. Totally let's hang out party. with friends. And it was funny because I told you I was going to Chicago. And you remember what – who I was seeing in Chicago or the reason why I was yes. going to Chicago? Ugh.
1: Me and my friend Miranda will reference him as the ugliest man alive. You might know him as the 90s hit band Fastball. <laughs> Who the hell goes, one, to see Fastball in general, but actually goes to Chicago, flies, and pays money to go see this fucking band? Well... They have one song.
0: No, they have three songs, and if you're... (laughs)
1: Not even better. If
0: you're close to a computer, anyone, go to YouTube, type in The Way, type in You're an Ocean, and type in... You know, just, you know the other song, is. I can't think of it at the top of my head. But there
1: isn't one.
0: So the reason why I was going was my friend Dan, mm-hmm. or as we call him, Danimal. Yes. He works for Porter, and we were flying with Porter to Chicago, because he got his vip guest list to go see of
1: course if you know dan this is very very typical of his yeah. character
0: he got a signed up guest list to go see fastball in chicago and i like the two songs i'm like <laughs> i'll go to chicago why not and we went to a place called joe's on weed <laughs> <laughs> in like some like ghettoville <laughs> chicago area was that it
1: is that wicker park area
0: no, this was like – place was called Weed Street. So okay. <laughs> Joe's on Weed. It wasn't a very classy establishment. Okay. So I just remember telling you like, oh, I would love to come to your party, but I can't because I'm going to see Fastball in Chicago, mm-hmm. which you relentlessly made fun of me for. Totally. But I remember we exchanged – I'm pretty sure we exchanged phone numbers because yeah. I remember being in Chicago mm-hmm. and texting you. Yep. And you being like, where the shit are you? Yeah. What are you doing? You're being lame in Chicago. <laughs> exactly.
2: Lame sauce.
0: So I just remember being, like, really intrigued by that, just being like, who is this girl?
1: Ah, that's my mystique. <laughs> yeah.
0: And pretty much that was, like, the tipping point. So when I got back, it's just, like, we started hanging out at work. Like we just but started, we yeah.
1: started on Facebook, and I don't – I can't remember if you added me or I added – I think I added you. Yeah,
0: I remember that because I remember seeing all the mutual friends we had on yeah. Facebook. Yeah. And me being like, why isn't she adding me yet?
1: <laughs> and I was like, why isn't he adding me yet? And, and I, I was like, I'll just take the damn plunge for women everywhere and add him.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I was super happy. I'm like, I'm like, oh, you added me, so it gave me a chance to do like my, my my Facebook stalking of you. I could <laughs> see like pictures and like get to know you a bit and like <laughs> see what what you liked and stuff.
1: So we used to chat on Facebook Messenger a lot. Yeah,
0: even like MSN. This is when like MSN was still we still did that a lot as well. So we did a lot of MSNing, and I remember just like. <laughs> A funny conversation to find out later was, I remember I asked you, like, oh, what's your favorite Guster song? Oh, yeah. Do you remember this conversation? Amsterdam. Yeah, and how did you find Amsterdam? Googled it. So you just started Googling, like, I did not
1: know who Guster were. I had not heard any of their shit. And John only found this out last year that I've lived up the lie of knowing Guster and loving them for the past almost four years now yeah and so i would just be like hey do you like he'd be like because on msn he'd be like do you like this song and i'd be like google listen groove shark i love this song and i was like do you like this song because it'd be like (laughs) other related tracks yeah so he'd be like i love that song
0: Yeah, well, it's just, like, another bond that we had.
1: Totally. Not a fake bond, people. (laughs) No. I do know my music.
0: (laughs) Well, it just turned out we had a lot in common. Like, we liked the same – like, we both were really into the office at the time. Mm -hmm. We were both really hardworking, like, determined people. Yeah, we knew what we wanted. So it's just, like, we just started talking. It went from uh, talking at work and talking online – To talking on the phone. To talking on the phone. And I don't mean texting.
1: No, this is, like, three-hour conversations.
0: Every single night, yeah, it, it it ranged from an hour and a half to three hour phone conversations, yeah. and this is after talking all day at work and totally. talking, and so which
1: it drew on the point of weird if I hadn't spoken to him,
0: yeah, and this was weird because I mean like I barely like I didn't even call my best friends like we would just call no. like to hang out. This is just like I'm not a phone person. You're not a phone person. No. We just got to the point that we just really like talking to each totally. other, and so to my point, I'm like. I think this girl digs me now. And so... To
1: my point, I was like, I think this guy may like me.
0: And this is where things get foggy with each other.
1: To be continued.
0: I have a philosophy, and my philosophy I've turned into a game. (laughs) So I'm ready if you're ready.
1: Definitely ready.
0: It's time to play a round of, was it worth the hassle?
1: (laughs) Was it worth the hassle?
0: My philosophy in life, before I do anything or before I get into it with someone, I always ask myself, <laughs> what are, I don't know who I'm getting into I was in.
1: about to say, f- fisticuffs yeah. all the time. Uh, well,
0: before anything comes up, I always ask myself, is it worth the hassle? Fair enough. Like,
1: I, I've often found myself doing these same things. Like,
0: for example, let's just say I was driving a car and someone cut me off and gave me the finger. I would ask myself, is it worth the hassle to honk at them and drive by and give them the finger?
1: Hells yeah.
0: So, based on that... I've been through quite a few kind of crazy situations where it's just like uh, something very strange happens. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, like, is it is it worth the hassle? Am I going to get my ass kicked or do I have to stand up for myself and tell this person to slag yeah. off or whatever?
2: Is this a potent
0: Well, I, I, <laughs> the good thing is you know pretty much all my crazy, like, is it worth the hassle stories. Yep. However. Yes. There's one I have not told you about. What? I've been saving it specifically for this podcast.
1: Since when? Uh,
0: this past Christmas time, I have a very uh, crazy story about a very sassy woman <laughs> in line at the post office. Of course. <laughs> so what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you the situation. Mm-hmm. And before I tell you what I did, I'm going to ask you, is it worth the hassle? And you mm-hmm. tell me what you would do and whether or not you would say something or you just like let it be. Okay. So... Let me take you back in time all the way to (laughs) December 2012.
1: Worst time ever to be at the post office. Yeah,
0: it was awful. I think I had five or six different presents coming into Canada Post. So anyways, I went to shoppers just one day after work and there was already like a huge lineup for me. There's probably like 15 people in front of me and like only one person working the, the desk. So anyway, so I get in line. I'm just hanging out there. That's
1: already my, is it worth that hassle? No. (laughs) Get out of line.
0: That is true. I never get a haircut if there's more than two people (laughs) sitting inside waiting. I (laughs) I fucking hate waiting. But so I'm in line. I'm hanging out. There's no one behind me. And then all of a sudden, uh, a rather large woman, very plumply, plumpy, (laughs) plumply, plumply. What what am I looking for? Very Portly. Portly. (laughs) Very portly, if I had to describe her, she looked, sounded like and scared me. She looked exactly like Queen Latifah from the movie Set It Off.
1: I have no idea what she looks like (laughs) in that movie. Is that circa Fresh Prince or that movie Taxi?
0: (laughs) (laughs) More like Fresh Prince. Set It Off was a movie, a bit of a Will Smith connection. It was Queen Latifah and Jada Pinkett Smith. Whoa. And they were like, it was like an all-girl, like they would go and rob banks. Was that were,
1: Boys in the Hood?
0: Well, no. This was like Boys in the Hood for girls. So I set it off. It was.
1: I thought Boys in the Hood was about girls. No,
0: Boys in the Hood was about like growing should, up in the ghetto and like.
1: Is that the one with Drew Barrymore?
0: Boys in the Hood? <laughs> no, that's the one with like Ice Cube and <laughs> Cuba Good and Jr.
1: Okay, clearly my black movie
0: filmography is uh, off. <laughs> no, it's like it's about growing up in the ghetto, like South Central and like <laughs> like people getting shot and like. Growing up in the... What movie is Drew Barrymore in? I don't remember. Boys, are you thinking... Never, Boys in the Hood?
1: That's what I just said.
0: Yeah, but that's not Drew Barrymore. Pressing on. <laughs> I will
1: IMDb this later, anyways,
0: if you're familiar with Set It Off, then you know what this woman looked like. Queen Latifah version. If you're not sure, go to YouTube and type in Set It Off trailer. Anyway, she looked like a ghetto, scary, fat woman. <laughs> okay. And Queen Latifah walks up to me. <laughs> okay. And all she says, she kind of pokes me from the back, what? pokes my shoulder and she's like, Hey, I'm in line, save my spot. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> and I just kinda like raise my eyebrows and like shrug my shoulders like, oh. and then she walks away.
1: She didn't shove anyone else?
0: Well, she just shoved me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey save my spot, I'm in line here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and she walks away and starts going shopping. I'm like, okay, well whatever. And so like like I said, it's Christmas time and all these people are coming up behind me, waiting in line to use yeah. the post office. Five minutes go by, 10 minutes go by, like I'm still inching up closer, but I'm still like pretty far in line. And I'd say like a good 10, 15 minutes later, Chick comes back, doesn't say anything to me, doesn't say anyone to anyone in line, and just stands directly behind me. Almost like brushes up and kind of pushes me forward and kind of brushes the people back. And I I'm cannot like,
1: even believe you haven't told me this story.
0: I'm saving it for the podcast. Okay. Got to make sure there's a real reaction to this, okay. you know? Uh, and so I'm just like, did this girl just cut in line? And I'm like, Christmas time is crazy because you don't know who's going to be in this line. Totally. Like, If someone's going to start yelling at her. but shank you. Yeah. So all of a sudden, uh, the people who were behind the Queen Latifah chick were to. Uh, I think they're like ESL students or something because they didn't speak any English.
1: This, this is the most racial story <laughs> yeah. ever.
0: The whitest man in line next to like, the most diverse line. <laughs> Seriously.
1: And Which movie are they from?
0: Um, Harold and Kumar. <laughs> no, maybe like Jin and Sun from <laughs> <laughs> But before Sun learned English. <laughs> and when It was more like when Jin was trying to learn English for Son. Michael, you need water? Yeah. <laughs> Where's Walt?
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is a father's pride. <laughs>
0: Where's Tall Walt?
1: <laughs> Clearly you have to do a lost podcast exactly. eventually. Keep going.
0: So, um so I feel bad for these people because it's like this sassy, scary-looking chick cuts in front and I mean and then all of a sudden I hear uh, the one guy who's behind her go uh Excuse me, we were in line here. And, like, I'm not turning around. I'm, like, I'm keeping my eyes on the prize. Like, look forward, <laughs> Totally. Don't get involved. Yeah. And she just turns around. She's like, no, uh I was here first. And the guy's like, No, we've been here for a while. And all of a sudden... How big she, is that guy? Uh, he was just, I don't know, like six foot tall. But, like, you could tell, like, English wasn't his first language. And it's probably was like an assignment in class was like to speak up to someone yeah. <laughs> or something. Aww. So I feel bad. I'm just like, oh, Christ. And so she's like, no, I was here first. And then all of a sudden, again, she like taps me, pushes me. And she's like, tell him, man.
1: Shut up.
0: And so this is where I have to ask myself, was it worth the hassle? Before I tell you what I did... Oh God! What would you do? <laughs>
1: so nervous.
0: <laughs> Remember, Your bruises are.
1: may have healed already, and I wouldn't even know. Uh, okay. So for me, because I don't like real confrontation, I would probably just be like, "Fuck this whole thing" and just get out of the line in general and come back another day. So I wouldn't want to deal with either scenario. Oh, so you
0: would just leave. And I would just like, leave and be it. like, "Fuck you all." Wow, I. Well, that's one way of looking at it. So I quickly asked myself, what should I do? And I assessed the situation and, you know, survival of the fittest. And I had to see – Did you punch her? I didn't punch her. Did you punch him? I didn't punch anybody. (laughs) Okay. What I did was I'm like, okay, I'm looking at, you know, the food chain. And right now, Queen Latifah is at the top of the food chain. (laughs) And Jin and Sun are way below. So I I feel bad now, but I turned around. I said, yeah, she was there in line. And I turned Uh... around – and I put my Beats by Dre on, cranked it, and I never turned around. To be supportive around. of the
1: ghetto woman?
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. So nothing came of it, but I feel bad.
1: As you should. It's just... You stood up for evil.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I had to get the gifts, and I didn't know if she was like Queen Latifah and set it off and she was going to prison shank me or something okay. like that. <laughs> but anyways, that's how you play. Was it worth the hassle?
2: <laughs>
0: All right. Now, um... I feel like we could go on forever about – well, there's a lot of stories that we haven't gotten to yet about our relationship and –
1: Just relationships in general. Relationships,
0: yeah. So basically where we left off before was you and I were talking every day. I clearly liked you. You liked me. We hadn't really said anything about it yet, but –
1: Because we are 16.
0: (laughs) We are 16. Well, the problem was, too, we were – at this point, two months in, we're, like, really good friends. Like, you're the person I talk to the most. Mm Mm-hmm. And we're just like every day. It's just like, oh, I'm so excited to talk to you. It's, mm-hmm. This is awesome.
1: We definitely know there's some listeners out there that are our friends who have been in the exact same boat.
0: Yeah. Well, I was also gonna say the problem was now since we worked together in the same department, that's what everyone was talking. Like, oh, Val, you know John likes you, right? Like, mm-hmm. he, why is he always in your office? And everyone to me, they weren't saying, oh, you know Val likes you. They're saying, so you like Val, right? John? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I had my one one friend Michelle from work. One time, she asked me. She's like. So you guys are dating, right? Because you spend every every waking moment together. We're
2: just friends. Yeah.
0: So there is this one situation. I'm going to tell this story. You know what I think we got to do? I think we got to make this a two-part podcast.
1: Oh, see, smart.
0: I'm going to leave it on a cliffhanger and tell you a story where I think you lost a lot of respect for me. (laughs) I I love when
1: these (laughs) stories come out. This is why I date them, guys. This is why I love them.
0: So I'm going to tell this story because this is one of the crazier stories and... It's embarrassing, but funny now, and it's just like... I
1: don't know. It still irks me to shit, so...
0: Well, you got with me, and we live together, and we have a lease, so you can't leave me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> In two months, I can't. <laughs> yeah.
0: We're not on that month-to-month lease yet. Uh, do you know what story I'm talking about, though? I have though? a
1: very faint, large...
0: It was our very first... Idea. <laughs> our very first love triangle. Oof. I guess if you. Well... Not with, really. With her, it was more of like a love oval. <laughs> She kind of rounded it out.
2: <laughs> Smoothed
1: the edges.
0: Yeah. Uh, so basically, this is, yeah, we were really good friends, talking every day, and...
1: You invited me to a birthday of Ferris, who I didn't even know yet.
0: Yeah, our friend Ferris, or as we call her, Garris. Yeah. She was still relatively new to the department, mm-hmm. and, like, you guys are, like, best friends now, but she was I more, know who the
2: hell she was initially. Yeah, like, <laughs> she
0: sat next to me at work at the time, so her and I were really good friends. You kind of knew her from you? always coming to visit me and yeah. stuff. So she was having her birthday at uh, – Beer Market. Beer Market. King Street. King Street. And so basically I was getting ready to go out to that, and before I was going out to her birthday, went over to Club 808 see my friends Sean and Dan and because basically before you were around I was the biggest loser and Friday nights we were just I go over to their place drink beer and play hockey
1: I'm sure that's we're, every guy what they do yeah. in general we'll
0: watch Alf for something like yeah, that which maybe was, not that
1: but...
0: hey Alf is fucking awesome okay so this one night I go over there and our ritual was to go to the beer store and get a 2-4 whether there was two of us three of us five of us you always got to get a 2-4 okay And so I can't remember if it was just me and Dan or Sean was there. I think it may have just been me and Dan. So Dan and I were just hanging out, probably listening to Big Rack or (laughs) The Darkness. And we were just drinking. I'm like, uh, because I was like, oh yeah, I got the party. I got to go to later. So let me have a few pre drinks. Well, a few pre pre drinks turned into about 9, 10, or 11 beers (laughs) by about 9 o'clock at night. And by this time, I'm pretty tips – Well, I'm pretty fucking drunk by this time. So what happens when you like a girl and you're drunk? You drunk text them.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: We're all guilty of this. And so I think I texted or called you, and I'm just like, hey, what are you up to tonight? Mm -hmm.
1: I said, you should come over to our house. Uh, I was living with this uh, guy, Mikey, at the time. I was like, you should come over to our house and hang out here, and we can all go together.
0: Exactly. So I didn't anticipate you saying this. I didn't (laughs) anticipate you coming out. Mm -hmm. If I knew you were going to come out, I probably wouldn't have gotten so drunk because (laughs) – you know, I still want to impress you, and I like you, and I don't want to, like, show, like, my crazy, you know, slosh, drunk side. Mm-hmm. Not until I get to know you better anyway. Anyway. So, uh, so I tell Dan, I'm like, oh, shit, the girl I like, she just invited me over. And he's like, well, have another drink, liquid courage. So I'm <laughs> like, all right, might as well finish this one beer. So I remember going to your place, easily, like, 12 12 drinks in.
1: And I offered you another beer.
0: Well, I got there. And I didn't want to lead on that I was so drunk or that I was drunk at all. So I just remember getting in there and you being the good host that you were, <laughs> offered me a beer. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yes, I accept. I just remember sitting there telling myself like, okay, John, no sudden movements, you know, no slurring you, of speech. Think it before you I, talk. I need to
1: paint a picture, a physical picture of what you look like sitting on the couch. Go for it. Hands right directly on lap with beer, like – intensely gripped, back straight up, <laughs> shaking knees kind of thing, being like everything was like such short bursts of answers just because you were completely annihilated. Yeah. And I didn't actually notice it then, so you did it ah, well. I it was very crafty. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: so anyway, so I think we had a couple more beers at your place. Mm-hmm. Then you, me, and Mike, Mikey, we walked over to the beer market, and pretty much from there on it was just like a big shit show, for, especially Here's for the you. Here's the
1: if you guys don't know me – um two of my best girlfriends um one moved to vancouver one um i didn't introduce to this group yet just because i just started hanging out with them so she didn't come and i didn't really have a lot of girlfriends who liked to come out at the time so it was me and about 10 guys who like to drink their faces off Yeah, i
0: was gonna say 10 very rowdy drunk guys yeah
1: Needless to say, I'm so glad I've met people like Tammy and Kate <laughs> yeah. and Scrivens. We
0: have a great group now. Yes. We go out and get drunk and dance yeah. and just have fun. There's no overbearing bunch of guys who yeah. just want to start fights and hook up with fat chicks. Yeah. So we get there, and like you said, it's pretty much complete chaos. It's you pretty much trying to watch over 10 really drunk guys. Mm-hmm. And here I am. Like By the time I got there, like I threw all – inhibition like out the window because I'm like oh fuck I can't hide it now there's music going I'm ordering you know pints it's just like fuck I'm pretty much gonzo and I just remember getting even more like shit faced at the bar like just continuously drinking I remember like trying to pose with you with all these pictures and (laughs) just like looking super crazy (laughs) and I think I was maybe getting hands not like you're L- getting not like gross, not hands, gross handy, but, but maybe like, just like put my arm around yeah, his shoulder, like or something. jokingly handy. Yeah, and like still respectful, still but, respectful, but definitely. annoying, like definitely annoying. Yes, I knew you weren't having because you were probably. I think you were sober. If anything. I was super sober, super sober, and I think you had to help break up a couple fights. I broke
1: up a few fights. Got like Mikey to stop hitting on
0: Ferris.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it was just it was horrible.
0: And so for the most of the night, like I didn't really get to see too much besides for a few pictures, and then. So, I'm wasted, and then the, a band starts playing, and if anyone's been to the beer market on Queen Street... No, There's, King Street. King Street, sorry. There's no dance floor, am I correct, no. pretty yeah. much? Uh, well, I somehow found a dance floor. <laughs> I was on this... I think it was... Being I think like it was like under little,
1: this fat chick.
0: Yeah, well, I found these four girls dancing in a row, <laughs> three very slender, good-looking girls, and they're... <laughs> And one <laughs> I don't know how to well Ginormous girl. The perfect way to describe her is we had a name for her. Yeah. You wanna say her name? No. Nope. No. Should we
1: I'm gonna let you say it.
0: Okay. Uh so three girls and their friend Moo Moo chick. <laughs> yeah. And why do we call her Moo Moo Because
1: she was actually wearing a moo moo and was about nine hundred pounds in a onesie.
0: Yeah, I didn't know if it was a moo moo or a onesie or if it was like pajama overall needless to say john's
1: arms couldn't get directly around her
0: (laughs) yeah so let's cut to i'm now in this uh i've made a sandwich of myself with these these girls Mm -hmm. and we're all dancing having fun and like i said like i you had kind of disappeared so i
1: was breaking up a fight again
0: and like i said at the time i liked you a lot but Mm -hmm. guys can back me up when you're super drunk and there's girls dancing, you're dancing, mm-hmm. you're just gonna, you know.
1: So here's the thing, I'd like to put post my side while John is equivalently like tossed off his ass drunk um knee deep in fat chicks. And
0: <laughs> not not yet. Not
1: well. I'll tell uh, that part. So I'm trying to break up fights. I do like John at this time, you know. I think he's pretty cool. I'm, I definitely am like, you know, getting the feelings for him. And so I'm breaking up this fight of one, between not really one of my close friends, but one of our friends and some other dude. So I managed to get him sitting in a chair beside me, and I'm sitting in this chair and I'm facing the dance floor. And all I see is the tips of John's fingers Barely coming around this fat chick's back, which is facing me, like, and then
0: here's the problem was again, it's almost like survival of the fittest. It's just like <laughs>
1: why is your whole life like a Darwinian experiment? I don't
0: know. I wish I I wish at the time I asked myself, is this worth the hassle of what you're doing? You should have asked that. So what I did was I remember talking to all like the group of the girls, and one by one, I just remember like, hey, how's it going? You don't want to dance with me? And I'm just being like, no. <laughs> all right, move on to the next girl in the group. Hey, how, how you doing? It's like, don't talk to me. I move to the next one. Ah, you're looking really good. You got some good moves up there. Get out of here. See,
1: okay, so here's the problem with the story. I'm secretly offended, but equally like, oh, no.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And then I turn to Moo Moo Chick, and I don't even think I said how you doing before. She, like, wrapped her arms around me and, like, pretty much picked me up and started, like, shaking me.
1: (laughs) When the hell has she thrown anything away?
0: (laughs) Exactly. So, like an idiot, I start dancing with her. I'm having fun. We're getting close. Uh, you guys were snapping pictures of it.
1: I was not. Somebody else did.
0: Well, there's a very famous photo, and I'm going to post this uh, on my website. I'm going to give it all my website, Twitter accounts later. So check back, and like, when you hear this, I will have a picture of me in the infamous Moo Moo uh, chick picture, <laughs> yeah. which has been hanging framed at my work for the last two four years, I guess. <laughs> and it's oh, fuck i love it now i don't really care whatever but so here's the thing about her so we're dancing and we are dancing for quite a long time and and we're getting close and and one thing leads to another and, and we start kissing
1: no you guys start Face licking, making out. Oh,
0: we smooched a little bit. No,
1: it was like hardcore smooching. The best part was was that it was facing me, and at one point you actually opened your fucking eyes and looked right at me as you did it <laughs> with an almost fuck you. I got 10,000 pounds of fat flesh in my face. No,
0: it wasn't a fuck you. It was more like I need like visual stimulant of someone pretty. <laughs> Help me get through this.
1: No, no. And then you proceeded to make out with said chick. Well, for how long?
0: Oh, I don't know. Time ceased to exist at this point. Well, the worst part was I remember her distinctly, like, biting my teeth. Ew! (laughs) You ask yourself how that's even possible. I don't know how it's possible. She just, like, legitimately, like, biting down, chomping on my teeth. Ew! So, so anyway. Oh, God. After that, I don't even remember, like... I don't remember saying... Like, I don't remember getting home that night. I do remember her... I just left. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, like, clearly you were upset with me. Like, I was... I was in the right frame of mind, but, like, as soon as I woke up the next day, I was like, fuck, like, there goes my chances. Mm-hmm. But the other shitty thing was, so I screwed things up with you big time, mm-hmm. and then, like an idiot, I took Moo Moo Chicks' phone, <laughs> phone number. number. And see, here's the, here's the one problem, my biggest problem with her. I don't have a problem uh, with you being overweight or dressing in a moo moo. Like, live your life <laughs> how it <is. laughs> really? My problem was was her name. What is it? Her name was Ashley.
1: That's one of her best friend's names. Now,
0: I love Ashley to death, our best friend. Yeah. The problem I had with her name is the way she spelt it.
1: Was there like a silent K or something? In it?
0: it was like one of those like new age hippie parents who decided <laughs> to spell her name like A-S-H-L-E-I-G-H-Y-E or something like that. <laughs> right. And I just remember like for the next month being like, fuck. I remember her telling me she's going to Ryerson. I live close to Ryerson.
1: You're going to see this chick.
0: I have her phone number. I pray to God and give her my phone number. I, I, hope she, <laughs> like, I think I even, like, I remember she gave me, like, her full name to get her on Facebook and, like, all this shit. So, like, so we're going to leave this podcast. This is where I'm at. I have to. Oh, because
1: I actually have another story quite similar to that story from HHK. Maybe I'll share it <laughs> next time.
0: Well, let's just say at least my standards got a little bit better for that one. And older. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good place to tease it. So where we're at is you're disgusted with me. Yes. Um, I
1: actually don't know why I'm physically in this chair at this point, (laughs) to be honest. Lots of funny story, you know.
0: But we will tell the story about how I eventually, I guess, somehow made it up to you or... Like, I don't I, we'll hash it out, figure out how we got there. Yeah. I also have to uh, walk around Toronto in disguise because I don't want to run into Moo Moo Chick because she yeah. is
1: everywhere. <laughs> Unless we've given her, like, low self-esteem and now.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So anyway, so that's part one of Relationships. Uh, r- uh, Part two will be coming out sometime in the near future. Future? Future. Play a at night. Future. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I hope everyone really enjoyed this first podcast and before I end it, if you guys made it all the way to the end, I want to reward you and tell you about the band of the week. Uh, I love music. It's like one of my biggest passions aside from like television and writing and and all that stuff. So at the end of each podcast, I want to talk about a band that I love that most likely you've never heard of because I hate when people are like, oh, you got to hear this band. You've never heard of them and it turns out to be some like band like the Postal Service. It's like, fuck, I know the Postal Service. Or it's just like, oh, you got to hear this guy. You've never heard of him. He's called Tyler the Creator. it's like anyone who listens to like rap music or like goes to Pitchfork knows about him. So I'm going to tell you about a band that I love that I'm like 95% sure you've never heard of. And then you guys can go check him out on YouTube. So the first band I want to talk to uh, means a lot to me because I first saw them live when I had my first real date with you. Mm-hmm. So it means a lot. And the name of this band is Hey Champ. Awesome, awesome band out of Chicago. They make cool, like, synthesizer, pop, disco, dance, funk, electronic music, I'd say. I like that. They were fantastic like phenomenal live. They blew us away. They have a debut album which is called Star. You can get it on iTunes or order it off their website. The other cool thing about this band is they put out a lot of free music. So they've had like a couple like mixtape type things. They're called the Winter Circle. So you can get like Winter Circle Volume One, Two, Three. You can find that on their SoundCloud page or their their Facebook, wherever. You guys, your your time's precious, so I'm not expecting you to go listen to all this music. So I want to tell you about my favorite songs by them because I think you're really, really going to dig them. So. Some of the best songs you can check out, again, by Hey Champ uh, Cold Dust Girl. They have a video for that. They have a song called Shake, a lot of fun. Anything at all? Silver City. Uh, they have a brand new song called Cliché. But what I want to do is, if you only got three minutes of precious time, <laughs> let me tell you what my absolute favorite song that you have to listen to. Like, I'm telling you, go to your computer right now, finish listening to this podcast, check out the song. The song's called Chateau, and it's the Hey Champ remix. So just go to YouTube, type in Chateau Hey Champ Remix. Awesome. It's my favorite song by them. It's so catchy, so much fun. You'll find yourself dancing, tapping your toes to them. Liking that. And yeah, I hope you guys like them. Follow them on Twitter, Facebook, listen to their music, and let me know what you think of them. I want to thank Valerie Gomez. Thank you, thank you. Thank you so much for being my first guest.
1: I do what I can, one room away. (laughs) Yeah,
0: on uh, the very first show of Live at 6.05. It was a lot of fun. I think we went close to like an hour and a half. It's, it's easy. Like we're, We have yeah. so much more we can talk about. I want to bring you back mm-hmm. for relationships part two. Mm-hmm. I have a couple other topics I want to bring up with you. We can do like future podcasts. Mm-hmm. I want you guys to like get in touch with me if you want to – if you got questions or comments or if you – maybe tell me what you would do in my situation at the post office. Like would you say something to Queen Latifah? Would you not? Uh, so anyways, you guys can tweet me at twitter.com slash mallencamp. That's M-A-L-L-O-N-C-A-M-P. That's my uh, Twitter address. You can tweet me if you have questions or you want topics you want me to talk about. Also follow Val on Twitter.
1: <laughs> I'll never check. You'll never check, but <laughs>
0: let's, let's boost up her followers anyway. Yeah. So she's twitter.com slash Val, V-A-L, Gomez, G-O-M-E-Z, 23. Mm-hmm. So follow her. She's never on there, but we <laughs> yeah. support I'll, I'll her I'll probably anyways.
1: check in about three months.
0: Uh, if you guys also, if you want to email me your comments, you can email me at live at 605 at gmail.com. That's L-I-V-E-A-T-605 <laughs> at gmail.com. I don't
1: think there's a silent K in that name either.
0: No. <laughs> and anyways, if you guys want to see pictures, uh, I'm going to put the picture of me and Moo Moo Chick up. Uh, I think we were talking about the picture of as wide, wide eyes. Fuck, mm-hmm. I, I was just thinking I may have deleted it off my Facebook, but I'm going to do my best to find it. Mm-hmm. So if you guys want to see those pictures, you can go to my website. Mm-hmm. It's at live at six oh five dot wordpress dot com. That's where like I'm gonna post um podcasts on there. I'm gonna do like uh blogs on there, pictures, just anything to do with uh the lifestyle. I'll put a link to to uh Hey Champ, the uh, my favorite song. I'll put the YouTube link on there. And yeah, that's that's the first podcast. I think we did all right for ourselves. I think so. So I guess until next time, uh, we're live at 6.05. Take it easy.